Brother Ray is committed and dedicated, and he was going to come in and said, no, we've got a ram in the bush. And uh, we had rams in the bush. And that's it, but he's a very dedicated young man. Uh, what happened is our pastor picked up the wrong paper, and that's why you saw us moving around. I got all excited. We're going to do two sermons at one time. We've been talking about one of the things that we're being trying to figure out in our heads, that there is more than one body. And I think I had you to look up something on your cell phone. Did I have you to look up something on my mm -hmm. cell phone? Mm -hmm. What I'm trying to get you all to understand is that there's more to you than what you see. You see, there, there's, and, 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 and we need to understand that the, the, the power of, the, of a human being is not in the flesh. It's not in the mind, but it's in the spirit. See, d diseases can invade your body. Huh? Ignorance and craziness can invade your mind. But once your spirit gets with God's spirit, the Holy Spirit will protect your spirit. Do you understand what I'm talking about? And so a lot of times we get shamed of some of the things we've done, but if we would have, if we would have had, you're only as smart as what? Your information. You're only as smart as your information. And there is a, there is a, in the next five years, it's five years. In the next five, I want you to hear why people calling me radical. I am very radical. I'm trying to get you to understand that, that man can invade everything but your spirit. Here we go. In the next five years, scientists are inventing a machine that can easily operate through a smartphone and read your thoughts, read the thoughts in your mind. In the next five years, yes, don't look at me like I'm, everybody's like, yes. They're, they have a machine that will come out in the next five years that can read what you're thinking. Yes, isn't that crazy? And so what, it's, what I'm saying is that your mind is not even safe anymore. That man has got a machine that's going to invade your mind. All right, we know that, that the diseases and germs can invade our bodies. But so the only protection we really have is going to be our spirits. And so this is why I've been talking about God is a spirit, and, and they that worship him must worship him in spirit and truth. And so, so, so if he, we've got to become more spiritual, folks. We need to, religion is God's, excuse me, listen to me very closely. Religion is man's way to reach him. God's way for man to reach him is faith. Do you understand? These denominations and all this stuff that we got, we need to get rid of all that stuff and get back into faith. And, and, and before we had uh, uh, these Baptists, Methodists, Pentecostal, Church of Christ, Church of God in Christ, interdenominational as we call ourselves, this is separating us. There ain't but one, there ain't but one real true way to reach God is through faith. Isn't that right? And so, uh, you know, and so what has happened is we're getting divided because uh, uh, flesh gives birth to flesh. Spirit gives birth to spirit. But there's too many people trying to reach God through their flesh, and you can't do that. You can only reach God through your spirit. Do you understand me? You can only worship God through your spirit. Now, you can put on a performance, but you can't really worship God because, see, God knows if you're putting on a performance or if it's coming through your spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? And what I'm saying is that you can hear a preacher. He can give you a message, all right? The message is not, in, and, and you in the spirit, you got to be in the spirit yourself too, right? And if you're in the spirit, then, and he's in the spirit or she's in the spirit, whoever's giving the message, it can, it, 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 it's effective if it's getting to your spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and, you know, I've seen some people go to church, have a great time, jumping and shouting, get in the parking lot, and become a hellion. 
Well, they had a knowledge. They got some knowledge, but they didn't get into their spirit. Do you understand what I'm trying to get you to understand? We have, so we have to become spiritual beings. And this is what we want to talk about today is uh, I want you to really get familiar with the hidden woman or the hidden man of the heart. Paul calls it the hidden man of the heart. But, you know, they wrote to men then. But it's the hidden man or the hidden women, woman in the heart. That, that's your spirit. You see, some of you are losing your battles because you're trying to fight your battles through your flesh. Well. Your flesh ain't going to give up. Right. But you can win if you fight that battle through the spirit, because the Holy Spirit will go in partnership with your spirit, not your not your flesh. Do you understand what I'm saying? You see, my flesh still wants to act fleshly. That's right. Come on here. And, and, and sometimes my mind gets out of control. Am I the only one in here? Right. If it wasn't for my spirit, then I would act like Johnny, J-O-H-N-N-I-E. You see, it is the Holy Spirit that, that, that keeps me from going. And see, a lot of you, look at me, a lot of you are looking for things, you're looking in the wrong place. You will never be satisfied. It's not church that's the problem. It's where your spirit is, is the problem. Do you understand it? For, I, when I worked at Hallmark for eight years in a row, every morning I'd go to the Catholic church, I'd go to Mass, because uh, I needed that spiritual uplifting. Yes, because see, if you're spiritual, uh, I didn't get into, I didn't care about the rituals, but he was talking about Jesus Christ, then I'm good. Huh? Do you understand what I'm saying? So, because spirit can, you know, and get off that, what you think of them, because you need to be worried about you. So the thing of it is, people say, you go to the Catholic church? No, I went over there to listen to that, that priest when he was talking about Jesus Christ crucified and resurrected. Do you understand what I'm saying? And so we want to talk about this this morning because there's more than one of you. And see, so sometimes, see, sometimes our bodies are looking good, right? And our mind sounds good, but we hurting inside. Right. Do you ever dress up, look good, and feel horrible? Well, you, you understand? You ever go to church and do this and didn't mean it? Well, person in front of you waved, so you thought you ought to wave, right? You see what I'm saying? But the person in front of you might have been in the spirit. You understand? Okay, so here we go. For those of you who want to read along after church, it's from Independent News and Science about the device that reads your mind. But the Bible tells us in 1 Corinthians 2 and 11, for who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit see, within them? See, who knows a person's thoughts but their own spirit in them? This is what the Bible's saying. Y'all need to hear me. You, 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 well, let me do it this way, clean this up. Your husband and your wife... Y'all can be laying beside each other and not know each other. That's right. That's right. Make a plane. Because unless you know that person's spirit, if you're in a relationship with someone, see, some people are in a physical relationship, and that's it. Well. But if you're really in a spiritual relationship, the only person that really knows you is who? And you. Your spirit only knows. See, you all don't really, really, unless you have a discernment of the spirit, you don't know if I'm playing or not. I could be playing preacher. Well, there's some to do. Make a lot of money doing it too. Right. But anyway, you see what I'm saying? But you have to be in the spirit. So read that again so we get it. See, remember that this born of flesh is flesh, but that is born of the spirit is spirit. All right? If you are born again, a new created, you have a new created spirit. That's right. All right? For again, who knows a person's thoughts except their own spirit? So my own them. spirit only knows my thoughts. Okay? 
But in the same way, no one knows the thoughts of God except the Spirit. But only person knows God's thoughts is the Spirit of God. Holy Ghost is what it means. The Holy Spirit is the only one that knows the thoughts of God. So if I'm not in the Spirit, I can't know the thoughts of God because the thoughts of God is only going to come to me through the Spirit. That's right. Do you understand? That's why we have to be born again. See, you can have all the knowledge and all the education about, you know, some people have all that theology and they're really good, but they're not spiritual. You see, I don't need to know what Moses went through. I need to know what I might have to go through yeah. and have the faith to be able to deal with it. Teach. Do you understand? What it? See, that's why sometimes, have you, loved, have you ever loved somebody for a minute? Mm. And then the real person stepped up? Well, well that's because you fell in love in the flesh. Huh? Flesh, is, and you was in the flesh. And then when they want to, then you want to go. See, that's why the Bible says don't be unlegally yoked. Let me clean this up a little. The Bible says don't be unlegally yoked. See, the first thing I want to know is where you at spiritually. That's right. Because that's what's, and everything else is going to fade anyway, right? That's right. You see, you can only put on so much makeup so long. You can only cut and shots or whatever they call it so long, men and women, right? That's but right. sooner or later, it's, but if that spirit, if you love a person's spirit, and a person knows that spirit. Listen to me, ladies, I'm going to talk to you. Do you know why so many women are insecure? Because you're listening to flesh. Fleshling people looking at you through fleshling eyes, and that's why you're going trying to please them. No. If somebody loves you, they will love your spirit, and it won't matter what condition your condition is in. They're going to love you anyhow because they fell in love with the real person, and the real person is the spiritual person. That's right. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? All right, here we go. The Bible tells us in 1 Thessalonians chapter 5, verse 23, that the very God of peace sanctify you holy. See, see, the, now listen to me. We want the very, the very God of peace to sanctify you holy. Because there's three bodies here. And sometimes four we talk. But there's three holy. Sometimes, uh, you see, my body ain't never wanted to be holy. Well, my mind sometimes wants to be holy. That's right. You see, but my spirit teaches both of them how to be holy. Do you understand? And, it's, and it takes God. It's the God of peace. God wants to do that for you. So if you're not living like that, then you need to check yourself. See, let me tell you how powerful the spirit is. There's a young man that I was been saying, I got to go see him. And I was driving by looking over there when I was on the highway to go see him, and, but I was in a hurry because the traffic's horrible in Johnson County. I said, no, I need to make it home. And I, he's been on my mind and in my spirit. He came today. You see? That's spirit! That is spiritual thing. His spirit and my spirit were connecting that we need to reconnect. That's how that works. And one of our sisters did too. So we got to get spiritual, people! We're looking, for, we're looking for love in all the wrong places. We're looking for love in too many faces. We need to look through the spirit eye. That's right. Do you understand what I'm talking about? Yeah. Scripture says, I pray God your whole spirit and soul and body be preserved blameless. He's talking about our, our, our spirit, our soul, and our body. There's three of us. We got to get everything lined up. We got to get everything lined up, people. That's right. That's right. So the, 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 uh, the apostle here is praying for our spirit, our souls, and our body to be preserved and be blameless and into the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. That's what we're about. That's what we're about. And that's radical. See, the problem of it is we're not radical. 
We need to be radical Christians, radical believers. We want it all. When I get down sometimes, you need to get down on your knees and say, Lord, touch my spirit, touch my soul, and touch my body. So I can be, they can all be connected. In other words, I want my soul and my body to be servants to my spirit. There was a time in my life, I don't know about anybody in here, when I talk about the five senses on Thursday and I teach about the five senses. You all know what the five senses are, right? All right, you know what the five senses are? You see, some, uh, some of us have been slaves to our five senses. Come on here. People in addiction will tell you that, that admit you all are, but these, these people admit it. Uh, these five senses, right? I used to be a slave to them until the Holy Spirit came into my life. Now they're my servants. Are y'all with me? You see, now they're my servants because the Holy Spirit has empowered me right now. So those senses, which I used to be enslaved to, have become my servants now. Do you understand what I'm talking about? You got to get there. And you can get there. Yeah, you can. You can get there. It's called born again. It's called a recreated spirit. You can walk in the newness of Christ. Yeah, you can. Because God wants to do that for you. He don't, God ain't caring about what religion you are and all these little things we're going through. He wants us to live a life of wholeness. Say that. Wholeness. I want to, and you can't be whole unless your spirit and your soul and your body is connected with the Holy Spirit. And it starts with the Spirit. That's right. Okay. Now turn to 1 Thessalonians chapter 5. I'm going to read verse 14 through 24. Everybody take a deep breath. Here we go. You might need to loosen your belt. You're allowed <laughs> to eat today. He <laughs> says, brothers and sisters, we strongly advise you to scold the rebels who devote their lives to wreaking havoc. There are some people in your life that are wreaking havoc. You've got to get with them. You see, 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 we, don't, we, we get to, see, now there's a way, sometimes, come on here, come on here, sometimes you got to get with folk. That's right. I'm going to say it over here, because y'all, sometimes you got to get with folk. That's right. Yeah, because see, they wreaking habit in your family, and the Bible says you can get with them. You see, you know, the, the preacher tell you, y'all pray for them. No, the Bible says get with them. That's right. Yeah, yeah that's what it says here. Huh? Because I'm not going to have anybody wreaking habit. Wreaking habit means to what? Cause or inflict punishment or vengeance. In your life. In your family. A large amount of harm or danger. And you letting people do this to you. Harm and danger. I mean damaging you. And the Bible says you need to get with them. All right. Because some of y'all are too timid. Well, but that's my sister. No. She ain't coming to my house. That's my brother. That's my uncle. No. He ain't coming to my house. Brother Jason, sometimes we got to get, you got to back up. Well, coming up in here, wreaking no habit. And why? Well, you are, you, you're supposed to be a Christian. That's why I'm telling you that. Because I am a Christian, and the Bible gives me the authority to get with you. That's right. That's right. That's in here, folks. All right. I'm going to read again. So then. All right. It says, we strongly advise you to scold the rebels. That's right. That's those people you get with. That's right. Come on. That's right. To encourage the downcast. And downcast. We got people that are downcast. And, and, and wait, and, and that's a person who is in a low spirit, a downcast. That's what we're here for, to do, for get rid of them hell raisers and work with those people that are down. I love it when I see a weak person that's willing to grow. That's right. A person that's low in spirit because then they can come to us that are, are stronger and we can lift them up. In their spirit. Do you understand what I'm saying? Keep reading, please. To help the sick and weak. 
To help the sick and weak. That's what we're for. To help the sick and weak. One of the biggest lies that people get into, I'm not going to go to church. They're hypocrites there. That's where they're supposed to be. In the church. That'd be less, you know how ignorant it is? There's sick people in the hospital. Yeah. That's where they go. Sick people go to the hospital. Weak, feeble-minded people and sinners go to church. That's right. That's right. Right? That's what the church is for, right? If I didn't have any issues, I wouldn't need God. Because I got issues. I'm talking me personally. Because I got issues, I need God, right? And so I need a spiritual hospital to go to, which is called the church, which is the body of Christ. You see, I don't care, and, and, and we don't boast about who. I want anybody in here. If you're quiet and, you, and, and you're orderly, you got a right to come to the church. That's right. I don't care what you were doing last night, what you were doing, you got a right to come to the church. That's right. You see, because this is the place for these kind of people. People tell me when they find, especially my friends, they'll, they'll see me, when I get it right, I'm going to come to church. And when you get it right, you won't need to come. That's right. And if you get it real right, you won't need me because I'm working on mine. Amen. You see? Isn't that right? Isn't that right? Come on with me. Read, please. And the scripture says that we are to be patient with all of them. We've got to be patient with people. We've got to be patient with people. Everybody's not going to go at the same pace. But we're patient with people. And see, and if we're patient with them, sooner or later they'll come forth. That's right. All right. King James says, now we exhort you, brethren... Warn them that are unruly. Comfort the feeble-minded. Warn them that are unruly. Y'all scared of that? The Bible says, warn them unruly. unruly. Say amen. Amen. It ain't saying you can do it. It's just saying you should do it. That's right. If somebody's unruly, you got to, you got to, hey, 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 hey. Not in here. That's right. Not in my house. Not in my space. All right. And comfort the feeble-minded. And we're to comfort, we're, we're to comfort the, comfort the feeble-minded. There, there are people who need us. You ain't always going to be up. When I'm down, you lift me up. When you're down, I lift you up. That's what the body of Christ is supposed to do. All right? And if you've been feeble-minded, say amen. Amen. Which means amen. unable to make decisions. Have you ever been in front of, I don't know what to do. And see, that, then someone of us comes in and helps you figure it out. You see, it, it, I heard Brother Nathan say something when he was talking, don't get by yourself. Yeah, yeah. And, and the Bible says go in twos. Doesn't it say that? That's it right. says go in twos in case one stumbles, the other can pick them up. That's right. You see somebody, I told you about them bad songs, especially in the African-American church. When everybody leaves me, my mama left me, and my daddy left me, and, and all left me, and my friends left me, and my family left me, and I'm all alone. Where is that at? That's hell. That's right. That can't be the church. Because that's a fool that says that. You're going to tell me that you're the only person God got saved on the earth? That's crazy. You're in the body of Christ. That's right. When you're in the body of Christ, yes, sometimes we get, sometimes we get, we get broken. Sometimes we feel uh, downcast. Sometimes we get feeble-minded. So we, we walk with somebody who's not. That's right. In other words, everybody ain't crazy. Whew, man, this is tough. Go ahead. Where am I at? Feeble-minded is also lacking sense or clear direction. Sometimes we get in situations where we lack sense and direct. Come on, folks. Sometimes that happens to us. We, we, you know, you can go through something. You can go through a distress or you can go through depression and people go through it. Something can happen in your life and, and, and you just can't figure it out and you need direction. Well, guess what? The people who are really, truly Christians, which means Christ-like, they will help you. 
figure it out. Because let me tell you something. Say, what is, what is the pastor? Everybody needs somebody. Amen. You see, you understand? And I tell people all the time, get somebody in your life smarter than you. That's right. All right? That's why I married Sister Gwen. That's right. Because I got to have somebody beside me smarter than me. That's right, man. Oh, yeah, yeah, because, you know, I can go on that. I can right. go on that end. Oh, Does yeah. anybody know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, see, let me tell you something. Let me tell you something. Just because they put that little title on me, don't mean I can't stray. That's right. Yeah, Pastor Fields. Satan ain't caring about Pastor My body don't care about no Pastor Fields. <laughs> Sometimes my mind don't even want to be Pastor Fields. Amen. But it is the Holy Spirit that gets me in check, and he'll send, he sent me somebody to get me in check. He goes like, it's John. She don't even call me by my full name. I'd, I'd be upset about it. John. Oh, yes. That's right. Yes. Because we all need somebodies. That's right. Not somebody, somebodies. That's why I need, I love the body of Christ. That's right. I love the body of Christ. I need somebodies. So I need some people to talk sports to sometimes. And I need somebody to do this. And I told you all a while back, people didn't know how close Jason and I were. You know, me and Jason can sit and talk a couple hours about fishing. Yeah, uh, uh, farming. Because some of y'all ain't never been coon hunting and all that stuff. I come up to farming. You don't even know what a coon is. You know what I mean? Uh, 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 what are muskrats and all that stuff. And we sat at breakfast. Yes, we do. And just have a good time talking about the old days when you had to get up and go to work and you had a thing that your kids don't know anything about called chores. That's right. That's right. You see what I'm saying? So I need somebody to talk to. I don't want to be out here by myself. You understand? Again, the King James says to support the weak, be patient toward all men. We got to support the weak and be patient toward all men. That's what the Bible tells us to do. This ain't pastor telling you what the scripture says, all right? NIV says, we urge you, brothers and sisters, warn those who are idle and disruptive. See, uh, and, and it's, those people that ain't doing uh, a thing, it says, the people says, warn them. All right, that was close. All right, you got to warn them because they're disruptive. A person ain't got nothing to do is going to get into mischief. You see, you see, I never got in much trouble when we grew up as kids because we had to work. See, some of the kids don't do this. I come from a country town. We loved when school started because we didn't have to bail hay and and, and, and go out and disc and cut K and all that stuff. Yes, we had to work during the summer. You know, we didn't have a weight room to go to. It's called the fields. That's right. That's right. We had to do something. So you didn't get in much trouble because you had to work. You were tired. Because you had to work like a man. Brother Roderick, you had to work like a man. I was out there with Sylvester working. That's my stepfather working like a man. When he got up, I got up. I can hear him saying today, come on, Chet, get up out of there. Because he always called me my middle name. That meant we just had to go work. You see, you don't get in trouble when you got something to do. Some of you got people laying around your house and you wonder why they get into trouble. Because they're laying around your house. And when they're laying around your house, they got too much thinking time. That's right. and, and, and we used to say in the street, if you, think, if you think long, you'll think wrong. All right, go ahead. What scripture am I on? It says we're, we are to encourage the disheartened. The disheartened. And I've been there. Has anybody ever been disheartened? No, I've been there. Lately, I've been disheartened. You know, just because I went through all of that stuff, uh, 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 Sister Evelyn, all that stuff, and came out all right through all that. Man, when you get to going through all that chemo and, and radiation and stuff, you're disheartened. It's disheartened to know that you even have to fight that battle. 
You know, everybody's impressed. Well, Pastor Fields is a three-time cancer survivor. Yeah, but Pastor Fields would like to be a no-time cancer survivor. That's right. Do you know what I'm talking about? Not die, but not have it. Do you see what I'm saying? And it disheartens you sometimes when you have to go. And some of you know what I'm talking about. So sometimes you get disheartened because a family member does something. You lose somebody, a divorce, a breakup, finances. And we get disheartened sometimes. It's life. All right? But we should be there for those people who are disheartened, according to the Scriptures. And disheartened is to lose determination or confidence. Have you ever done that? Just lose determination or confidence? Man, you'd be really on it, and then bam, something hits you, and it just knocks you to your knees. And you lose your determination and your confidence. And have you ever been in a place in your life where you think, I thought I had this. I th- have you ever been in a relationship and you thought it was going good? And you get the bad news? You say, man, I thought everything was together. And you get this, you need to call somebody to help you through that, or you'll get into a deep depression. This is what it's trying to keep us from doing. That's right. All right? Disheartened is also to depress the hope, courage, or spirit. And, and, and I've told you all, for a minute my spirit was broken, didn't I not tell you that? But the Holy Spirit came in and healed me, encouraged me, and gave my hope again, and I'm back on the road again. Do you understand what I'm saying? And, and if you ain't been there, you'll experience it. These people talk about everything's good all the time. You lost your mind. <laughs> yeah, see, when, see when, when things are good, y'all want me to tell you a secret when things are good? Pray hard. That's right. Pray hard when things are good. Do you understand what I'm saying? That's right. Because they're coming. It's life. This is life. All right? In verse 15, it says, make sure no one returns evil for evil. And that's what we don't return evil for evil? But always pursue what is good. We're always pursuing what is good. My life is about good, the good things in life. That's right. All right? As it affects one another in the church, but also all people. Because it's good in the church, and then people outside the church. All people. It ain't nothing on the other side of all. That's right. Said all people. Now, the church has got its picks and chooses with their little religious doctrines. But God said no. His word said no said, you do and love the people in the church and the people outside the church the same way. That's right. Because he said, all people. That's right. All right. We are to celebrate always. Pray constantly. Hey, well, what? Pray constantly. We got, we, we to celebrate. What was that other word there? I missed it. What am I at? We're to celebrate always. Let me tell you, I don't care what you're going through this morning while you're in here. You need to celebrate you in here. That's right. Huh? And, and pray consistently. Yes. Consistently pray. Go ahead. And give thanks to God no matter what circumstances you find yourself in. And see, sometimes people get all down. But your circumstances what led you to Christ. So sometimes when you go through your worst circumstance in your life, it's the best thing that ever happened to you because it's leading you to Christ. And it'll lead you to the right church where there are Christ-like people that will be able to encourage you and help you. They can identify with you because they're not afraid to testify that they once was blind, but now I see for real. 
It ain't, right. it ain't a song, it's a lifestyle. That's right. They can witness and testify to you. The alcoholic can say, well, I was once there. Right? The drug addict can say, I was once there. The whoremonger can say, I was once there. Yes. Right? The liar can say, I was once there. The thief say, I was once there. But look what God delivered for me to, and what he's done for me, he'll do for you. And that's what the church needs to do. That's right. It needs to testify about the power of God in their life. And we're told not to suppress the spirit. And don't su wait a minute now. Listen to me. Y'all need to listen to me very careful here. Do not suppress the spirit. The Holy Spirit wants to work in your life. And you can suppress the Holy Spirit. You know what that means? Go ahead, please. Suppress is to prevent the development, action, or expression of. See, see, don't, don't, don't stop the development of the Holy Spirit in your life because it's trying to get you to a higher height. See, the Holy Spirit wants you to leave and to run and to back up. Excuse me. Satan wants you to leave and to run and to back up. And the Holy Spirit said, you stand here and I'll make you tall enough. That's right. I'll make you tall enough to deal with these things in your life. The Holy, see, there's people in here that's probably going through some things. Maybe some of you are going through some things. You may, let's just use a married couple. See, sometimes a married couple seeks counseling from the wrong place. You need to put Christ in the middle of that thing. That's right. And he'll lead and guide you and show you what you need to do to improve it. And if you're in a good relationship in here, you need to pray consistently that the Holy Spirit stays in the center of it. But it's got to first start with me. That's right. All right? Do you understand what I'm talking about? So don't suppress the Spirit. Do we have suppressed? It means just don't let the Holy Spirit. It wants to develop in you. It wants to develop in you to be a solid woman, a solid man, a solid mother, a solid father, a solid husband, a solid wife, a solid friend. That's right. Say that. But you can stop the development of the Holy Spirit. That's why some people are shrunk. They shrink because they said they don't allow the Holy Spirit to keep moving and working in their life. Mm. All right? King James says, quench not the Spirit. And, and don't quench the Spirit. The Bible says, do not quench the Spirit. The, the meaning the Spirit wants to move in your life. And see, 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 look at somebody that you came here with and, says, and say, we're not going to allow the Holy Spirit to quench our, our lives. We're not going to allow the Holy Spirit to quench our lives. We want the Holy Spirit, we're not going to, I mean, I mean, excuse me, we're not going to allow the Spirit to be quenched. We want the Holy Spirit to move in our lives. That's right. See, so trying to get me, Satan, trying to get me to get this confused up in here. <laughs> he's trying to quench the Spirit up in here. Because some of you were smiling when I said that. Oh, I can do that. <laughs> yeah, yeah, no. Don't quench the Spirit. That's right. He wants to work in your life. If he wants to work in your life, he wants to work in your relationship, right? He, you, he, he wants to go with you on your job. He wants to go home with you today. Right. He wants to help you raise your children. He wants to lead and help you to lead and guide your children in the direction they need to go. Do you understand what I'm saying? Does that make sense? Are y'all with me? You see, in, in the church today, you see, uh, this brother here is a committed brother. This brother is committed and dedicated. But him not being here didn't, could, some folks couldn't say, we, well, what are we going to do? And they already done quench the spirit because they ain't got no B plan. Right? But the spirit moved in here today. That's right. Because we don't let nothing quench the spirit. The spirit needs you want it in your life like this. Some of y'all were feeling good with that music, right? Well, you need to be feeling good when you walk out of here. Amen. You need to be thinking about Christ when you walk out of here. He needs to go to your home and act like you're a Christian toward one another. Amen. Right? Okay. And quench is to put out or extinguish. We're not going to put it out. Allow that fire to keep burning. See, if you, some of you all would come to my house, you would think, I'm glad he's my pastor. Yeah. 
You know why? Because I'm the biggest kid you ever met. That's right. I have me a good time. Me and my posse, I got two pu puppies, one named Raider and one named Paxton. Gwen's Raider fans, her dog's named Raider, mine's Paxton because I'm a Packer fan. And see, that's my posse. And we laugh and not chase them around the house and can't take them to nobody's house. Gwen said, they ain't got no discipline. They ain't supposed to have no discipline. They live here. That's right. <laughs> yeah, right, right. And if anybody don't like it, the, you know, if, if somebody come to my house, they don't like, they don't like puppies, I say, the, the puppies live here. See ya. You understand what I'm saying? Uh, you see what I'm saying? That's right. Yeah, right, right. Because I got a good thing going on over in my house. Amen. Come on here. I got a good thing going on in my house, and I ain't going to allow nothing to come over there and quench the Holy Spirit for moving in my house. That's right. And guess who brought the Holy Spirit to my house? Sister Gwen and Pastor Fields. That's right. Do you understand? We the same folk in my house that we are here. The same love. We ain't trying to fake nothing. It's real with us. And I love it. Yeah. I love being John. Amen. All right. Go, right. go, go ahead to the next thing. All right. Another version says, do not put out the Spirit's fire. Do not put out. The, the Spirit's fire. Why would you do that? You got it today. You got it. Take it with you. And don't let nobody put it out. That's right. Don't let nobody put it out. Some of that's on y'all. You allowed somebody to blow that candle out. Amen. You should have got rid of that. All right. Keep We're reading for me, please. We're told to not downplay prophecy. And that's what you're getting now. Keep going. Take a close look at everything. Take a close look what? At, it, at what? At everything. At what? Everything. Test it. And test it. The Bible says try the spirits by the spirit. All right, keep going. Then cling to what is good. And then cling to what is good. You know, years ago, that y'all know anything about it, but I used to hate it. We had to pick beans, green beans. You know how you had to do that? Nobody here picked beans, green beans before. All right. <laughs> you, had to pick them. you don't put the whole thing in there. You got to take the bad and put it out. Well, some of that, some of you all need to pick your life. There, there was a good pan and there's another pan. Now, I lived in the country. They had a thing called slop. So, uh, and you put that in the bad pan and gave it to the hogs. So some of you need to do some picking in the good pan and take the trash out. That's right. That's right. Come on, you can apply for that. Take the trash out. All right. The Bible says, put away every form of evil. And put away every form of evil. Keep going, 23. So now, may the God of peace make you his own. May, may the God of peace make you his what? Own. Who do you belong to? God. And he's the God of what? Peace. All right. Completely and set you apart from the rest. He's going to set us apart from the rest. When you get there, you ain't going to have as many friends because he's going to set you apart from the rest because the rest is full of too much mess. That's right. All right. That's right. It says, may your spirit, soul, and body. And we, we three people here. We got to get all three of them together here. All right. We got to line them up. All right. Be preserved. That's what I'm trying to do. Kept intact. Keep it intact. And wholly free from any sort of blame. Yes. That's what your life should be about. That's what your life should be about. Yes, Lord. 
At the coming of our Lord Jesus, the anointed. At the coming of Lord Jesus Christ. Who are you keeping yourself for? Keeping myself for Christ. When Christ comes. All right? For the God who calls you is faithful. You know who's faithful? God. God is faithful. And he can be trusted to make it so. And he can be trusted to make it so. Now look at this. I got this much to go, but I am so good, I'm not even going to do it. Huh? I'm not even going to use the rest of that because if you ain't got enough out of all of that, then you're in the wrong church for real this morning. Huh? All right, all right. God's good, isn't he? Isn't God good? All the time. All right, stand, please. Yes. I don't know if they're playing anything, but I don't need anything to be played. If you, want, if you haven't taken